0: Welcome to the Anchor Daily. We're reading through the Gospel of Mark and reflecting on Jesus, whose death and resurrection paid the penalty for our sins and achieved victory
1: over death. Hey, Bethel family, it's Adam. Have you ever struggled with God's Word? Maybe when it calls you to do something in your life that goes against your desires, or maybe it's starting something, or maybe it's stopping something, or maybe both. Kind of like when jesus says take up your cross and follow me that can be a that can be a hard word or when paul says i say then walk by the spirit and you will certainly not carry out the desires of your flesh some of the time my struggle is that i want these things but limp along in actually doing them but there are times when i just don't want to do them when someone has made me upset and it feels way better to be angry than to show grace or when someone points out that i've sinned against them and i'd rather give a defense or make an excuse than repent and reconcile the word often does that. It's, it's a hard word for us. And here in Mark 6, John the Baptist is the mouthpiece of God. He's a prophet. His job description is to proclaim God's word. And Herod's ex-sister-in-law slash wife, it's complicated, is majorly struggling with John and God's word. It says in Mark 6 that John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him, John, and wanted to put him to death. Herodias is resisting God's word through John because it's a convicting word. It's calling her and Herod out of adultery. And there's nothing convenient in this for Herodias. It exposes and it convicts. It calls for repentance. And long story short, Herodias finds a way to trick Herod into killing John the Baptist. Anything to make it go away, anything to make the word of God stop, she's willing to do it. And Herod, unfortunately, doesn't do anything to stop it. He respects John and the word of God, but not as much as he desires the approval of his friends. And so he has John's head served to Herodias on a platter. You know, this resistance maybe is more extreme than us, but it's the same kind of resistance that put Jesus, the living word of God, to death on a cross. God's people that he came to, some received him and some didn't. And so they put him on a cross to put his word to death. And as hard as it is to admit our knee jerk reaction is often to show the same kind of resistance to God's word. And I wonder for you today, even as you've been reading Mark six, where is that happening in your life? As we continue to move through the story though, it's interesting. uh, We see the character of mission of Jesus, uh, the word of God. He miraculously provides bread for 5,000 hungry people from just five loaves of bread and two fish. And I don't think Jesus is just showing that he can do miracles he's teaching the 5,000, he's teaching us that he is the bread of life. He is the food for the world. In John's gospel, he also calls himself living water. Jesus gave himself and gives himself for the life of the world. And when we cling to Jesus and follow Jesus, we get eternal life and we are truly living now. So backing up a bit, these two stories are actually connected. They're actually meant to be read together. The written word, Is not always an easy word. It calls us to die to ourselves and become more like Jesus. Remember Herodias, she puts the word of God to death because it's a hard word. But God's written word, easy or hard, flows to us from Jesus, the word. And that means that God's written word, whether it's a comforting message or a convicting message, or often it's both in the same message, it comes to you and me from Jesus. It's food for our souls. It's intended to bring life not death and when we listen to god's word whether it's a hard word or an easy word and we receive that word and respond to that word we are eating the bread of life we're experiencing jesus we're participating in jesus we're growing in jesus that's why the psalmist so often praise the word of god uh, not as god itself but as a gift from god a couple of psalms from Psalm 119, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Or your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Or your decrees are wondrous, therefore I obey them. The revelation of your words bring light and gives understanding to the inexperienced. So these stories put back to back are here to remind us that God's word is good It's meant for us to read and to feed on and to let Jesus use it to make us more like himself. So I would encourage us today, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, to let God's word be something that you receive and that you let change you so that you can become more like Jesus. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, word of the living God, please, would you give us an insatiable hunger for your word? Would you help us to receive your word, whether it's easy or hard, as light, as honey, as bread, as your very word to us today. And would you open our hearts to hear what you want us to hear from this passage and give us grace to receive it and to live it out for your glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at bethel.ch. See you next time.